When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, morning show with Anthony here on 92.9 and 96.9 EHM. Happy to have our next guest on the phone. Uh, he's going to be performing at the West Hampton Beach Performing Arts Center. Tickets available. Not that many tickets left, but tickets available at whbpac.org. We welcome into the program Tom Papa. Tom, how are you, my friend? I'm doing well. Nice to talk to you. Uh, thanks for being on the morning show with Anthony. I'm going to travel back in time with you. When I was back in college... You were actually my first guest on my college radio show. How's that for crazy? Ah, that's awesome. <laughs> Where did you go to school? I went to school at St. John's University, and this was right around the time that you were promoting Come to Papa. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> look at look at us now. <laughs> the heights we've reached together, Tom. Uh, but no, that was yeah, a, that's right. That was a that was that was a lot of. We were so nervous, man. You had the big show on NBC. We were so like for weeks. We were sweating, diarrheal, uh, all of it. We were just. <laughs> uh, I remember it well. Yeah, that was well. That was a crazy time for you. That I'm, oh, so all right. So I'm looking up. Yeah. Come looking up. Come to Papa, and I didn't realize that you had Steve Carell on your cast back then. Yeah, it was a crazy story. It wasn't good for me necessarily, but they basically added him to my existing show. And I didn't have a workplace in my show. I was just this comedy writer was the idea and work, living at home, working at home. And all of a sudden they were like, can you use this guy, Steve Carell? We have a deal with him. And we're like, wow, he's hilarious. Yeah, I guess we can make that happen. And, they seem to like really want it. So we want to make them happy. So we stay on the air. It really turned out just to be a tryout for the office. <laughs> they, made, they made him a boss and he was doing his thing. And before we were even on the air, they were going to take him and put him uh, into the office and do this pilot with him. So it was like, I feel like we launched his career, but then I had to uh, go back to the comedy club. <laughs> <laughs> So basically, and I, we have a lot of fans of The Office that listen to this show, I know, because we talk about it a lot. So basically, the entire existence of The Office, we have to thank because of one of your failures. That's essentially what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> 100%. So you didn't even know that this was a tryout for The Office for him? You, they just They were just like, here's this funny guy. Do you want to use him? Yeah, they were just like, they just added them to the show. They wanted something else on our show after there was like a new, a new regime came in, like a new president. And they're like, uh, we've got to deal with this guy and we really want to open the show up and you should work someplace. So we're like, okay, you know, it's always that fine line between making the network happy and doing what you want to do. And we're like, well, whatever, we didn't want it to be an office kind of a show, but we'll make him, he's a writer. We'll make him, we'll make my character work in a newspaper. And we'll have Steve as the boss. He's hilarious. Whatever whatever job we have is going to be, whatever corniness that is, it'll be offset by how funny Steve Carell is. 
and uh, we had no idea that while we were like even still filming, they were making a deal with him for the office after he had shot a couple with us. So we were like, they have no interest in our show. They really just want to make the office with this guy. And uh, yeah, it was it was really kind of a rough time because he immediately takes the office. He does 40-year-old virgin. He becomes this gigantic star. And I felt like I was the date that brought him there. And then he left with the hot, <laughs> with the hotter, with the hotter girl. <laughs> oh, man, that's so funny. Lame. Tom Pop is with us here. We're talking about your show Baked in a second because I, I, uh, I love you most on this one, but it's funny that you mentioned that you you know the the sitcom thing is a is a fight to do what you want to do and you know to make the network happy. And it's so funny how that's never the same thing. Like the network always wants to do the opposite of what you want to do, yet they gave you the show. I always found that to be such a dynamic. Yeah, it really is. And you know, I was young. I didn't know what I was doing. I was just like, and I I'm a people pleaser. And you're just like, yeah, let's just make them happy, whatever they want. You just want them to be on our side. And you realize when you grow up, no one's on your side. <laughs> Everybody's just <laughs> panicking. No one knows what to do. So it really has to be the passion of the creative person. Like that thing is going to outweigh any kind of idea that an executive has in their office or that they saw something. It, it really has to come from, you know, this artist this writer this comedian this actor really 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 believes in this thing passion like carries the day but when you're young you're just like yeah okay steve carell if that'll make you guys like us <laughs> put him in the show <laughs> you know how i could tell you were young and didn't know what you were doing you agreed to be on my radio show back in college <laughs> great point steve carell never would have done it <laughs> He didn't. We tried to get him first, and they're like, we can give you Tom. So I didn't want to tell you that. But. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. <laughs> no, it's funny, though, because I can remember I can remember the moment doing radio for all these years now. I can remember the moment, yeah. you know, you're sitting there, and you're in the meetings, and the program directors, and the this, and the that, and they're researching all the stuff. And then there was that moment one day where I realized, wait a second, you guys have no idea what you're talking about. Like, you're all right. tr trying to save your jobs. You've either failed in this. Yeah. It's like, you, you well, know. Yeah, we're all the same. Everyone, nobody knows what they're doing. And that's the most terrifying thing you realize when you grow up. It's like all these people you thought were in charge know just a little bit more than you do. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like there's no one really, there's like, there's a very small percentage of people who are really intelligent and really acting like adults. Everybody else, it's just controlled chaos. It's like it's like life is run by a lazy stone babysitter. <laughs> That's why I'm fascinated by presidents. Like I'm always like fascinated by the person who goes, "Oh, I, I could do that job." Like what? Like nobody yeah, should be able no. to do that job. No, it's just it's just guts and balls. It's just like you know, when you see when Donald Trump like before he was president like in New York like building these crazy buildings and crazy casinos. That guy just had more guts than anybody else. It's just, you know, you and I would look at that and be like, I can't be in debt to a bank for $500 million. I'll never sleep again. <laughs> these guys don't care. They're just like, yeah, come on, let's go. Let's roll with it. And, uh, they, they end up on top. It's amazing. Yeah, it really is. Tom Pop is our guest, uh, Saturday night at the West Hampton beach performing arts center. There's not a ton of tickets left. 
whbpac.org. All right, but let me ask you this question because the sitcom thing, like I watch you now on Baked. I, I saw Baked. It's it's so good. It feels like Thanks. this is more genuinely you than, you know, let's put Tom Papa in the old sitcom cookie cutter thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's me. It's just me being me. It's not, uh, you know, this as you go along, like, you get offered these parts and stuff. And, you, you know, when I grew up watching TV, it was like, well, I want to do that. That would be amazing if I could be on a show and do that. But you have to be careful. It's As a comedian, you want people to know who you are. And if you end up on, like, some show playing some dad, you might get a paycheck for a while, but it doesn't really help you. You're kind of invisible. You're just that dad, really. So anything now at this point in my career, it's like anything where I can just completely be myself. Those are the things I'm interested in. And baked is a big part of that. It's like, I have this real passion for baking bread and telling people that they should celebrate life. It really means a lot to me. And that's like a natural fit going off and doing a show, you know, it's, it's enticing, but it's a lot of work. And then what you're Mr. Crawley down the hall, (laughs) you know, (laughs) no one will know who you are. Yeah, and they want you to stay thin, and you can't eat carbs or, or bread, so that's the complete opposite of Yay. where you want to be. I totally <laughs> yeah, exactly. get it. I, now, so now I had heard, I haven't been able to confirm this, because I like Joe Rogan. I, I, I watch his uh, podcast, so I didn't see the exact moment, but somebody told me that the, the idea for Baked was born with Joe Rogan on his uh, podcast show. Well, not the show so much, but the passion and the uh, the the popularity of me and bread really took off on his show a hundred percent. And when I, and he's such a low carb maniac that when I came on there and started talking about bread, you know, he's got millions of followers that really on social media caused everything to explode. And people started sending me pictures of their bread and started saying that I inspired them and asking for recipes. And it just, it just created this momentum that ultimately ended up in me getting this show. That's hilarious. That is so fun. You know, yeah. it's 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 great too because I I hear you talking about bread, and I swear to you, like, and I'm sure you hear this all the time. But this is like one of the things we talk about in my like. We just love. Now I'm Italian, so it's like obvious. But like, we yeah. l- we just freaking love bread. Like, there's nothing better than a f- a fresh loaf of bread. Cut it up Sunday. Sop it in sauce. Throw butter on yeah. it. Whatever. It's like cake. Some good breads. And that was a and that was a big part of my my joy of doing the show. It's like, you know, we all of a sudden, like in the last five years, we're being told that we we shouldn't be eating it. It's like it's been around for thousands of years. Why why is it when we show up, we're not supposed to eat this stuff? And I realized, oh, what we're eating is not really bread. Like the stuff you get in a supermarket has thirty ingredients in it. You know. Real bread is flour, water, salt, and yeast. If you just eat something with good ingredients, you're not going to get sick. You eat the poison that they're giving you in the supermarket, that's a different story. So I really was like, oh, it, almost like I made a discovery. <laughs> it was like, I'm like Paul Revere running around saying, you can eat it. You can eat it. <laughs> We're going to be okay. You'll live. Have some toast. <laughs> That's funny. No, it's true because everything you hear, every diet is against bread. And you're here going, no, 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 have have the bread. It's fine. Yeah, and enjoy yourself. I mean, you look, you don't want to eat 
you know, baked is a show about all baked goods in, in all these different cities. And it's like, you know, you're not going to eat a donut and fried chicken <laughs> from federal donuts in Philadelphia every day, but you shouldn't not eat it. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Now. All right. So here's the thing though, uh, cause I know the life of a comic We've had tons of comics on this show. I know the life of a comic. Yeah. You guys travel around, you, you go to cities, you eat, you go to the show and then you leave. You literally yeah. found a way for the food network to bankroll your comedy tours by letting yeah. them film you doing what you were essentially doing anyway. It was uh that's all you do. You're right. It's like when you go on the road, unless you're young and looking to hook up and get drunk and all that stuff, you it's the meals are the most important thing. It's like you've got your show, you want to take care of that, and then all right, so where are we going to eat? What are we going to eat? What's the next meal? <laughs> and yeah, the Food Network is totally, they, they don't realize uh, that they're just, <laughs> they, they've just come into a comedian's life and are paying me to do it. <laughs> it's a nice little racket you got going there, Tom Papa. I tell you what. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now I can't let you off the phone it's unless we, we talk about some of your favorites. Give me the, uh, give, let's talk about plain bread. Give me some of the favorite, just just a loaf of bread what sticks out in your mind is like, oh, my God, this place has the best bread. Well, near you is um, Gian Piero in Queens. This place, Gian Piero. This, they've been making this bread with sourdough starter, the old-fashioned way, for 100 years. They supplied bread for the entire uh, New York City restaurant scene. And they also have a shop with, with rainbow cookies and all this amazing stuff. Their breads are so good. It's like I started getting a little cocky. I'm like, yeah, I'm really getting good at this. I'm, people know me for bread. I'm, my bread's really excellent. And then you go to the place, you're like, oh, no, this is excellent. I'm just a, a dope with an oven. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it funny? You know, it's funny you talk about going out and hooking up when you're younger. now Because I, on my phone, like all I look at is bread and donuts and cupcakes. and Yeah, my whole Instagram feed, that's it. Yeah, I have friends that are like, you know, we'll be at the club and they'll show me a picture of like some naked woman. I'm like, oh, I'm not interested. <laughs> show me, show me a guy making cinnamon bun. <laughs> That's what gets me excited. Show me someone slowly frosting a donut, and I'm there for thirty seconds. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Please. They should make they should make a Tinder app for pastries. You know, swipe left to order a dozen of these. <laughs> That'd be the thing right there. Yeah, you're right. All right, so give me the last, right, so last one then, because it's not just bread. It's like all sort. You go to bakeries, period. So what was like the best like sweets, treats, cookies, donuts? What was the best one that sticks out in uh, your mind? In Philadelphia, we did this Amish family made sticky buns, Amish sticky buns that were just. I don't know what it was. If it was just because it was first thing in the morning with coffee, and it was kind of cold out, and they just brought out this little tray of. Sticky buns just filled with cinnamon and butter. It was like, oh, forget it. That's it. That's it. All this like kind of extra precious stuff. Nice. You can respect it. But just the basic stuff of putting together that sticky bun, that was the most memorable for me. So apparently electricity is bad for making good sticky buns is what you're saying. Yeah. The modern world is killing pastry. Just hearing you describe how they make it, like that, to me, that's love. Like that's more valuable than a hug from dad. That's what that is. No, absolutely. You do feel you feel cared for when they give you this stuff. It's it's it, it is a special thing. It's no joke. 
All right, Tom Papa. Now, you're coming to West Hampton. You got any plans to visit bakeries around here? Or no, you're coming just for the show and you're out? I'm always looking around. Apparently, the theater is supposed to be pretty decent. Uh, someone tweeted it at me. So, yeah, if there's a bakery and I'm, you see my picture up and I'm playing in some theater near you, if you want to try and stalk me, I would just go to bakeries during the day. <laughs> You'll find them. Well, you got Beach Bakery, which is literally a two-minute walk down the road. They got some good stuff in there, some good jelly donuts and such. But there's some other great places that's probably a little bit more far to travel. But next time you spend some time right. out on the East End, I'll give you a list. I'll tweet you. All right. Sounds perfect. Thank All right, you. Tom, I appreciate the 10-year reunion from the last time we spoke. I hope to talk to you another 10 years from now. All right, that sounds great. It's a day. All right, there goes Tom Papa on the morning show. Uh, little, actually, it's been it's been longer than ten years, but I wanted to make everybody feel like I was in college ten years ago. Uh, Baked is his new show on the Food Network, which you can watch on demand. And then Tom Papa Saturday night over at the West Hampton Beach Performing Arts Center, taking a look at the crowd here. Looks like there's not a ton of tickets left, but Tom is truly funny. We didn't even get to talk about him. Uh, Opening up for uh, Jerry Seinfeld. He did that for a bunch of years. Uh, he headlines, obviously, now himself. But uh, he comes from a great pedigree of uh, stand-up comedians. Uh, was on Tough Crowd with Colin Quinn a whole hell of a lot. Hosted The Marriage Ref. He's done a ton. He writes for the new Prairie Home Companion, whatever they call that show now. Uh, a great guy. Very, very funny. Tom Papa, West Hampton Beach Performing Arts Center. Tickets on sale now. WHBPAC.org or you can call the box office at 288-1500. That's 288-1500. My thanks to Tom Papa for getting us a little bit closer to the comedy and the bread on the morning show with Anthony. I mean, I've tried so long to be on television, writing, doing stuff, and now I just bake bread with my daughter, and that's why I'll have a show. But I really... <laughs> I really believe in it. I truly, truly believe, like, we're all balled up and going to these classes and trying to starve ourselves, and it's like, we're only here for a short while. Right. And the show is based about, on the people that make this stuff. They're such nice... Good, you don't need a bakery in a town. You don't need a bakery. We need the supermarket, you need the power. A bakery is just a little place made by nice people where you go and get a treat. You know what I mean? Like, you're, it's very rare that an a-hole decides, I'm going to bake cookies for my community. <laughs> <laughs> right?